Brr, is it cold in Illinois today? Temperatures dropped drastically after being like 80, 85 last week. Crazy cold. Well, we'll heat it up a little bit at Edge of URC Podcast, talking about some awesome sports action. I'm your host, Brandon Lachance. This is episode 114. Joining us on this episode is Princeton Golf. We have two seniors and Adam Vigers and Nolan Scott, and then head coach Brandon Crawford joined us to talk about his team, golf in general. All three of them play a crazy game of hot potato. Throw around some things. You pick which one you like better. It's a lot of fun for all. Don't know where you're listening to this episode. You can listen to Edge of Your Seat Podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, and Google Music. Catch us on social media, Facebook, Edge of Your Seat Podcast, and Twitter, Edge of Your CP. Any questions, suggestions, anything you want to throw at us, tackle, talk about, absolutely anything, send an email, edgeofyourseatpodcast at gmail.com. Shout out to Brian Cavelli, the creator of the intro and outro beat for Edge of Your Seat Podcast. He's the man. Definitely the man. Episode 113, we had a very special guest in Sarah Jacobson, the owner of LP CrossFit. Just in case you did not listen to that episode, she broke a lot of stuff down about LP CrossFit and why it's pretty fun and awesome. LP CrossFit has been in action since 2015, and they offer something unique to the Illinois Valley, a customized way to get in shape while having fun. Whether you're new to exercise or an experienced athlete, LP CrossFit is the right place for you. LP CrossFit is a diverse community with a culture focused on fun and hard work. All members know each other's name and support one another during workouts. LP CrossFit will help you reach your goals to get into the best shape of your life. LP CrossFit offers a weekly schedule of classes for every fitness fan, whether you want to dial up the intensity or take a more relaxed approach. LP CrossFit's trained coaches tailor each and every workout for every athlete in every class. CrossFit classes are programmed with a mixture of body weight, gymnastic, barbell, and other movements to build strength and endurance. All small group classes are coach-led and all movements are infinitely scalable so they can work with any fitness level, injury, or mobility restriction. Check out LP CrossFit on Facebook, online at lpcrossfit.com, or in person in the Peru Mall across from Secret Nails. You'll never have so much fun while getting so fit. Lots of sports action taking place in the local high school stage arena, including on Saturday, LP Swimming. The girls barely lost to Bloomington. Bloomington took it 92-88. The winning swimmers for LaSalle, Peru, Peyton Heggie, won her three individual events with the 200 freestyle in two minutes and 4.6 seconds. The 100 butterfly in one minute, 4.56 4.56 seconds and the 100 breaststroke and 114.23. She also helped the LP 200 freestyle relay take a W with a 1 minute 55.25. And that was Heggy, Nicole Posabasic, Hannah Penoyer, and Clara Gugametti. Posabasic also got two wins as she won the 50-yard freestyle in 28.18 seconds and the 100-yard freestyle in 1 minute, 1.11 seconds. Congratulations to LP 
Even though they didn't win, they came so close and had some amazing times. Never swim that fast. Never. I think I say that every time I talk about the Lady Cavalier swim team. But it's true. It's very, very true. Don't know if I told you already, but today is Tuesday, September 29th. Just told you Saturday's swim meet from LP. On Monday, Princeton girls golf team picked up a victory against Sherard, 223 to 248. Olivia Eichen was the medalist with a 52. Other scores for the Tigresses. Bryn Hieronymus, a 55. Ashton Wilson, a 57. And Aaron Dove, a 59. Also in girls golf, play on Monday was a tournament. Rock Island was 6th with a 486. Alleman was 5th with a 411. Moline was 4th with a 391. Sterling came in 3rd with a 387. Geneseo 2nd with a 364. And Quincy took the W with a 305. Few things going on tonight as well. One already wrapped up. Meet between Indian Creek and Earlville. Indian Creek boys edge out a 202 to 204 victory. Brendan McNally with a 47. Grant Shiloff with a 48. Cam Russell with a 53. And Michael Lampson with a 54. In the last episode, we mentioned somebody, people, damaging the LP turf. Set it on fire. The two teens were taken into custody and are at a detention home. They do have a court date for October 27th. They'll sit in there till then. Think about what they did. Hopefully realize that that was awful. They'll probably get more de-home time than that. And they should. Vandalizing community property, high school property. Any property that's not yours in general is just not the way to go. Hopefully you learn from this mistake. I hope the Oakland Athletics don't learn from today and we continue rolling with the White Sox in the playoffs. They got a 4-1 W over the Athletics in their first game of the AL wildcard series. Lucas Giolito pitched a gem, seven innings, only two hits. He had a no-no, no-hitter going into the seventh. Got ruined there, but still picks up the W. Had one walk and eight strikeouts. That dude is becoming one of my favorites. Helping with the scoring, the Sox hit three home runs. Yasmini Grandel had one. Jose Abreu, of course, had one. And Adam Engel had the other. Three home runs from the White Sox. Hopefully that carries in to Wednesday's game, tomorrow's game at 2 p.m. Keep those W's winning in the playoffs. Let's go. Good to see that on the first day of the playoffs. White Sox with a win. I was at work trying to get into the Little spots that people might not see you for a minute or two. Trying to catch the score. Only got to a couple times. So I really couldn't watch it and I was kind of upset. But hey, I got to work. But I'm glad they got the W. Fantastic. The Cubs start their National League wildcard series with the Miami Marlins Wednesday at 1 p.m. So I'll probably be trying to follow both of those games tomorrow. And then after work, you got to watch game one of the NBA Finals. Los Angeles Lakers and the Miami Heat lockup for the first time in the NBA Finals tomorrow at 8. I will definitely be watching, paying close attention to that one. You know, paying close attention to sports is awesome. That's what we want to do, right? Every day, all day. It's amazing. But we also have to pay attention to other things, like our homes. Whether it's a light fixture or an entire kitchen remodel, Olsen Construction is here to help. 
the family-owned and operated company prides itself in offering family prices with family honesty. Olson Construction specializes in roofing, siding, windows, doors, deck designs, remodels, garage additions, and room additions. Brothers Keith Milas and Tommy Olson have been in construction for over 10 years and are willing and able to take care of your home renovations from start to finish with your thoughts and opinions taken with every step of the journey. For a free estimate, call Olson Construction, which is fully licensed and insured at 815-910-5982. Olson Construction can also be contacted on Facebook at the Olson Construction LLC page or via email olsonconstruction19 at gmail.com. As we're talking about the NBA Finals, starting the last series of the NBA season, the Sox, the Cubs in playoff action as well, just beginning. Wildcard series in both the American League, National Leagues just started today, kicking off. The Tampa Bay Lightning ended the NHL season, won the Stanley Cup Final with a 2-0 victory over the Dallas Stars to take the Stanley Cup Final four games to two, went six games. That's awesome. Who doesn't like to win a championship? The Stanley Cup Championship, home in Tampa. Again, I've said this the last two podcasts. It's crazy to think that Tampa Bay has a good hockey team, not the first place or 15th place or anywhere in between that you would think about hockey. But for them to win, beat all of the legacy teams that we know and love or hate, depending on where you're from, what you follow in hockey, but getting that Stanley Cup, bringing it back to Tampa, already won one. They've been a perennial playoff team for quite a long time. Always nice to cap off those runs with some hardware. Flipping over to football, Patrick Mahomes got some hardware with last year's Super Bowl, or last season's Super Bowl, but he might have another one coming up pretty quickly. The Chiefs went on to a 34-20 victory over the Baltimore Ravens last night, Monday Night Football. He's killing it. Patrick Mahomes, to me, is the best player in the NFL. I know a lot of people are saying Russell Wilson. I know there's some other names thrown in there. But Patrick Mahomes, he's the real deal. He is the youngest player in NFL history to 10,000 yards. He threw five touchdowns in yesterday's game and was just rolling over a team that a lot of people thought the Ravens were better than the Chiefs. Ravens and Chiefs are being looked at as the two top teams in the AFC. And Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, viewed as that next quarterback duo, that battle, that rivalry, like a Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, or a Troy Aikman, Steve Young. Steve Young and John Elway can keep going on with the names. But that's what they're viewing this as. And me too. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. You got to have those two awesome players battling against each other, seeing who's better. And to do it week three of the NFL season, can't get any better than that. There are some things that can get better, though, including how you present your business. It is tough starting something new. A new business isn't a smooth startup. A new product or service isn't as easy as riding a bike. But in the digital world, Jameson Media Services gives that bike new tires, a comfortable cushion, and a motor. No pedals needed. Locally owned Jamison Media Services offers businesses and organizations something extremely important in the technology era, digital marketing solutions. 
to help your professional endeavor prosper and stay successful, Jamison Media Services designs websites, produces video, manages social media, and has a license to fly drones for photography and video. You choose the vehicle. A new shiny bike made easy to ride, a drone for flashy stylish vibes, or both. Jamison Media Services paves the road and clears the skies for amazing digital marketing solutions. Call 815-866-9352 to contact owner Brent Jamison. Also, make sure to check out jamisonmediaservices.com. Well, I think that is enough of the intro. We got two awesome golfers to get to in Princeton, seniors, Adam Vigers, and Nolan Scott, plus coach Brandon Crawford joins us. Let's talk some golf. Let's play some hot potato. Let's have a fantabulous Tuesday night. We will be back on Thursday and on Sunday. Thursday, we have LaSalle, Peru Superintendent Steve Robleski scheduled to join us. And on Saturday, we have Jamison Media Services' own Brent Jamison. Talk a lot of hoops as he is a coach for Borough Valley High School and Borough Valley Junior High. And we talk about his career path and how he got to where he is and all of that interesting stuff that we don't know about people until we ask them. So we did. And we got all the fill we need to know about Jamison Media Services, Brent Jamison himself, and about Burl Valley Basketball. Catch us on Thursday and Saturday this week. And please continue to follow Edge of Your Seat Podcast on Facebook and Edge of Your Seat P on Twitter for scheduling announcements. When shows are coming out, we will keep you updated on there as much as possible. Well, until next time, peace. The fall sports schedule, I guess the adjusted, modified IHSA schedule. Oh, middle of the way, almost through. Regionals not too far away. And I have two guys as guests today. Actually, three if you count the coach. But two players in Princeton, golfers, seniors, Adam Vigars. I did it. See, I just did it. I just said Vigars. Vigars and Nolan Scott. How's it going, guys? Hey, Brandon. It's going good. All right, just so we got voice notifications, we know who is who. Adam, say hi. Hi. And then Nolan, say hi. Yep, that's me. Perfect. I like doing two at a time, but maybe the guests don't know you guys, so we need to know the voice. Sounds good. Perfect. Like I said, season has been really quick, rolling along. We'll start with Nolan. How has, you know... Being back on the greens, school-organized golf, how's it went so far? You know, it feels good. I'm glad we really got to get out of here. We were a little worried at the start of the season that we weren't going to get our season. So, I mean, it was a relief to see that golf was on the list of sports that were approved. I mean, we're playing well as a team, and I'm just excited to be back out here. Adam, and how's it been back playing with Nolan, playing with the rest of the team? Well, it's just good to be back out on the course with the guys. It was a little touch and go there for a while, whether or not we are going to have a season, but... I'm just glad to be competing as a team again and good to go out and play some different courses and matches. Kind of continue on that, Adam. Before they said, like, okay, you're going to have a season, what was kind of the talk between you guys? What were you going to do? Were you guys playing at the course, kind of still trying to distance, but getting some, you know, shots, some putts in? We were definitely out here. A lot of us, as soon as the course opened, were just out here playing on our own or playing 
individually and then just sometimes we team up sometimes we just meet out here whenever we were having some like practices but not really practices just with the guys out here getting some work in before season started what course are you guys at now i know princeton was playing at chapel hill for a long time and then something happened i don't remember what and it moved to a princeton moved to a different course where do you guys usually play now we're out at wyatton hills so they have not moved back to chapel hill Nope, not yet. Or ever. I don't know if we're ever going back. Is Chapel Hill still a course? Uh, it's out there. Uh, I know that they're trying to do some work to it and get it back into the shape that it can be, but I haven't played out there in a long time. Gotcha. Do you like Wyattson better? Uh, I do. It pairs up other teams, and I think we have a big home advantage playing out here every day. Some of these holes are just unique, and not a lot of people can, can uh, play them. Adam, do you agree? Yeah, it definitely doesn't play like a traditional golf course. It's just odd in that way, and it does eat up a lot of other teams. It's nice to be out here. It's definitely a nice course. And I know they made the, the change a couple years ago. Have you guys played there for most of your high school career at Wyatton? End of, or end of freshman year, they had some matches out here, I believe. And then my sophomore year, we started rolling out here, I think. So we have talked about, you know, you guys playing well this year, connecting well. What are some of the moments so far? We'll start with Nolan. I know you guys just won the Barrow County Match Play Championship. Where does that rank of the moment so far as the season continues to roll on? Um, without all the 18-hole matches, it's hard to get some memories because these nine-hole matches, I mean, you're, you're having them twice a week. Nothing really stands out unless you go really low. So to have a match like that, it was uh, like we're playing for a plaque, we're playing for something, playing for Bureau County bragging rights. And it's it's match play, which we're totally not used to. That's like a really unique thing in high school golf. So it was really fun. I think it's a great idea. And we went out there and everybody did their part. We won 10 to 12 matches and we brought it home. And it was, it was a good win. And it's definitely up there in my favorite moments of high school golf, I'd say. Adam, how was it getting this unique tournament style? It's the first time ever, and you guys beat Hall, Burrow Valley, and St. B. That had to feel awesome. Yeah, no, it was really fun to participate in. Like Nolan said, we don't get to have a lot of 18-hole matches, so it was really nice to just get out and play some other teams but 18-holes. And it was good to see just as a team us play well and play how we should and just do what I think our team is capable of overall. I know when you mentioned, you know, having the nine holes instead of the 18 holes, you guys are doing just kind of meets, sometimes triangulars, not having the big tournaments where you see, you know, multiple teams. I know you said, ah, it's kind of different and kind of sounded like, ah, unfortunate. How do you feel about it not having those huge tournaments or the big, you know, mid-season where you see six or seven different teams? Well, I played on varsity for three years, and, like, my favorite part is always – we always used to load up the SUVs on early Saturday mornings and take that bus ride to the team. And I mean, those 18 old matches, you just remember those because they're big. There's so many teams. You're playing for trophies and medals. And I, I mean, you just always look forward to those towards the end of the year. The invites start happening. Uh, it's just different not having to look forward to those. I know there's a couple that are still on the ropes if they're, if they're going to go or not. So hopefully those go through. But like you said, yeah, the nine old matches, I mean, they're fun, but it's just... It's just not the same as those end-of-the-year invites. Adam, do you agree with Nolan? Yeah, definitely. One thing I would say, though, is with a lot of our home nine-hole matches, since as not, not as many teams are coming, normally 
we get to play with another Princeton player, which is not very typical, which I've really enjoyed because I typically play better when I'm paired with one of our Princeton guys. So I've had a lot of fun just being able to play with friends in matches. Has this COVID-19 era, this adjusted, modified IHSA season, you just said, you know, getting to play with an extra Princeton player, being paired with a teammate, has it helped bond you guys together more than maybe a normal season? I think it definitely has. When you're having a bad day and you have somebody there that you know and he knows your game and you can talk to him, calm you down, I think that definitely, it helps. And you just stay calm and golf's 1,000% a mental game in my opinion. And when you have somebody there that can kind of just ground you and keep you focused, I think it really helps. Other than that, COVID at the start of the year, the masks, you had to wear a mask every time you weren't swinging the club. And I just say it's kind of relaxed on that as the season went on. We still try to wear our masks when we can, but restrictions have kind of fell off a little bit. So it's getting back to normal. It's starting to feel like normal golf. And like I said, other than that, there's really not a lot that's affected our season other than the 18-0 matches being canceled. With a mask on, who's the better golfer, Nolan or Adam? Uh, this season, i got to give that one to Adam. He's playing good, man. He's played well this season. Even with a mask on, like your Batman? Yeah, a little bit. Feels like it after time. I always wondered about that, if there was jokes while you're wearing the mask and stuff. Hey, I'm Batman. Hey, I'm Spider-Man. I would do that the whole time. <laughs> I definitely find myself talking to myself a lot more with a mask on. It's weird when your mouth's covered. You can say a lot more to yourself. <laughs> and probably make weird facial expressions that nobody will see. 100% for sure. Give opponents that look that you would not make if you didn't have a mask on, but you're like, hey, they can't see me. I can do what I want. Oh, I give it to them anyways. Yeah. I give it to them anyways. Perfect, perfect. I like that. Stand-up golfers. <laughs> What is the, uh, I guess, the year breakdown for Princeton golf? Are you mostly seniors? Starting six, we're all seniors all the way through. So, I mean, the, the depth on this team is crazy. Every single one of us, I think, in my opinion, can play the one, and every single one of us can play the six, just depending on what day. Last week, or the start of this week, I shot 45 playing the six, and then yesterday I came back with 37 to lead the team. So, I mean, the depth on the team is just crazy. I have seen some of the scores, and almost every time I see a box score or results of a meet or a triangular, somebody from Princeton, a different name, is usually the top golfer for you guys. Adam, how awesome is that to have that depth and can rely on anybody to pick it up? It's great to have, to know that even if you're having not the best day, you know that somebody else on your team is going to be able to pick up the slack for you, and it just takes a lot of pressure off you. When you aren't playing as well as you want to, it's just it's a lot easier knowing somebody has your back. And it sounds like, you know, you guys are all in the same class, all seniors. So having that person that has your back, probably decent friends if you guys have been golfing the whole time. That's got to be kind of like a family feel on the golf course. Definitely, definitely. The whole time it's felt like that. Do you guys pick on each other like your brothers or cousins? 1,000. Every single practice, we're giving somebody... Nobody's left out. We're giving somebody the rough end of the stick on that. Perfect. That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, for sure. Adam, what is your favorite course, besides home course, what is your favorite course that you've golfed on so far this year? Um, I'd say in a match, I really enjoyed playing... I didn't score the best, but I really enjoyed playing Deer Valley. It's
it's just it's a really nice course and you have to be on top of your game to play well and unfortunately i didn't but i like the layout of it a lot and it's in really good shape nolan which one are you naming your favorite um this year <laughs> it changes based on how i play i like them when i play good so this year i performed pretty well at spring creek on 80 so i gotta go with spring creek this year okay spring creek is in spring valley Deer Valley is in Deer Park? Deer Grove. Deer Grove, yeah. There we go. I knew it was Deer something, and I knew where it's at, and it's kind of far away, but I couldn't remember the name. Yeah. I mean, I got to ask this. I have to. It's You have a golfer on. Got to talk golf. Who are both of your favorite PGA golfers? We'll start with Adam. Oh, that's a tough one. You know, part of me really says... I've liked watching him since I was a kid, so I got to go Tiger. Just the comeback in general, just how good it is to see him back playing well. I also like what Jambo's been doing recently with how he's changed the game. It's going to be interesting to see what he can do for the game of golf. Okay, let's go to Nolan. Who's your favorite PGA golfer? Um, like Adam said, you got to respect Tiger. He's everybody's favorite. But for me, it's definitely Rory McIlroy. I just love watching every part of his game. His distance is what originally drew me to him. I just love watching him bomb drives. And uh, last year at the BMW Championship at Medina, he gave me a fist bump. So, you know, I just got to gotta go with Rory. He's my guy. If you had a pro give you a fist bump, that automatically should propel him to the top of the list. Exactly. <laughs> All right, let's get to the uh, what I like to call hot potato. Are you guys ready for this? We're ready, Alan. Let's go. All right, I'll start with Nolan. I'm going to give you, we'll do four. I'm going to do you four rapid fire or questions. So give you two things, you pick which one you like better. Sounds good. Perfect. We'll start with McDonald's or Burger King? Got to go McDonald's, classic. DC or Marvel? Uh, I'm a big Marvel guy, definitely. Thor's my favorite, got to go D, or got to go Marvel. Cheez-Its or Ritz? Uh, I'm definitely more cheese. Never been a Ritz guy. And final, I mean, you gotta have something to drink with the crackers. Lemonade or tea? Big lemonade guy over tea, for sure. Unless it's raspberry tea, then I'm going tea. Raspberry tea is the best. For sure. Alright, Adam, you ready for this? Yep. Same questions. Hopefully all the answers aren't the same. But don't pick different just because of Nolan. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, we'll start. McDonald's or Burger King? I like Burger King's burgers better. They're just, I don't know, they're just a little special, man. I don't know why. They're flame broiled, man. It's a fact. DC or Marvel? Definitely Marvel. Cheez-Its or Ritz? See, I've been a big Ritz guy all my life. I just, if you buy Ritz and they're near me, they're going to be gone in 10 minutes, so. Can you eat Ritz plain or do you got to put something on it? Peanut butter or cheese? It doesn't matter. I can do it with anything. Mostly plain, but you got something, I'll put it on. Nice. And then what are we drinking with this? Lemonade or tea? Probably, if it's raspberry tea, definitely raspberry tea, but I I can down a lemonade every once in a while. Perfect. Perfect. I would go tea myself, but lemonade is also very good. Well, fellas, thank you for joining me, Edge of Your Seat Podcast, and chatting some golf, playing some hot potato. Thank you for spending some time with me. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Brandon. It was awesome. Before we get to Coach Crawford with Princeton Golf, got some things maybe should do some updating. First of all, 
Over the weekend on Saturday, Princeton Boys Golf finished second in a very, very competitive Ryder Cup at Mendota. Mendota does this every year. Great event. Princeton shot a 237 to fall 10 strokes behind Morris, who won with a 227. But they bested eight other really good golf squads. Ottawa finished with a 238 for third. St. Bede had a 242. Stillman Valley, 246. LaSalle, Peru, 247. Mendota had a 254. Hall shot a 262. And both Rock Falls and Kiwani carded a 305. Couple other scores results that popped up while the editing process for Edge of Your Seat podcast was going on. The before mentioned LaSalle, Peru, and Mendota golf teams met up at at Seneca's Oak Ridge in LaSalle. It was the Cavaliers senior night. LP carded a 165 while Mendota had a 188. Caden Valenzuela had the medalist score with a 38 for LP. Carter Fenzel with a 40. Coleman Rundle with a 42. Checker Evans with a 45. The four best scores for Mendota were Ethan Hanneman with a 43. Jack Beats and Logan Bradner had a 47 apiece. And Mateo Escatel and Drake Dennis finished with a 51. It's been a cold day today. So the wind, the cold, that had to affect the golfers. I didn't really want to walk today. I got my walk in, but it was cold. It was very cold. So to be on the golf course, throwing some clubs around, you know, props to them. Much respect for that. Switching over to running cross-country style. Amboy boys went to town. Ran to a town. Did whatever it took to win very, very handily today in a triangular in Byron. Amboy scored a 15. That's a perfect score. Perfect score in cross country. Taking the first five places. Brock Loftus had a 16-minute, 11.42 second run. Ian Eller was second with 16 minutes, 23.53 seconds. Kyler McNitch, third, 17 minutes, 12.68 seconds. Charlie Dickinson was fourth with a 17, 15.05. And Andrew Jones rounded out the top five with an 18 minute, five second run. That is very, very impressive. Whether it's a triangular, just a dual, whatever. That's impressive. Taking the top five is not an easy thing to do. Mendota finished second with a 47, and Byron had a 77. Mendota's top runner was Andrew Stanberger, who had an 18-minute, 8.59-second run. And Byron's top runner was Samuel Lewis, who came in 13th with a 19-minute, 58.65 run. In the girls' race, Amboy almost had their first victory of the season. Came up four points shy. Byron took it with a 26. Amboy had 30. And Mendota came in third with a 73. Byron's Rebecca Starwalt won with a 20-minute, eight-second run. The next two spots were both Amboy, as Lauren Althaus had a 21-249 for second. And Ellie Jones had a 21, 12.4 run 
for third place. Mendota's top finisher was Jamie Dooley, who was 12th with a 23-52.11. So congrats to everybody that got on the course. And again, if it's cold to golf, it is very, very cold to run a cross-country meet. So hats off to everybody that did what they had to do today. Now let's get to Coach Crawford continuing the talk about Princeton golf. Just talked to Adam Vigers, Nolan Scott. Now we got Coach for Princeton golf, Brandon Crawford. How's it going, Brandon? It's going well, man. It really is. Thanks for having me. Of course. You know, I got to have another Brandon on here every once in a while. You know, excellence is just where you find it. What can I say? It's all in the name. That's what I'm, it's all in the name. Absolutely. You know, God smiled at some of us. <laughs> Let's talk about your team. We are in a weird COVID-19 era. Everything's different. Don't know if we're going to be playing tomorrow or the next week or if there's state tournaments or anything like that. As a coach, how have you been caressing the team, helping them go to the golf course and just have fun and still be a high school student athlete, golfer, and just have fun with it? Well, you know, the thing about it is, you know, these boys are very competitive. They're very driven. And, you know, like you said, you made the comment, you know, during COVID, we are truly living day to day. In the athletic world, you know, people refer to win or go home. And that's truly the case every single day because we don't know what tomorrow holds. So, you know, we've done a real good job of trying to stay as much on the edge as we can, just pushing limits at practice, preparing the best we can because we don't know what tomorrow holds. So, you know, when practices come around, you know, we might be on the range, we might be on the greens, we might be out on the course, but there's always competition to keep these kids ready to go because if it ends today, I got to make sure that they've had enough time to build a memory that's going to last forever. And how have they been about you know, keeping that kind of attitude and doing what they can to golf and have fun and try to move past the COVID-19 or at least not think about it and hark on it. You know, they are just such a tight group of, of fellas that it's hard not to, to laugh around them because they are always clowning on each other. I mean, being around your best friend, you know, you can not be around each other for five years and get around and it's like a day hasn't gone by. The bonds that they have with one another, you know, you see that every day at practice where, you know, they know when to poke the bear. They know when to help him off the dirt, too. You know, I mean, they they just really have a close connection to one another where, you know, they hold each other accountable. But at the same time, you know, the hard part on my side as a coach is balancing the seriousness of, of golf and competition with the play of a teenager. They respond really well to that. And, you know, they've done a real good job of knowing when to, when to play and when to lock in. And it's got to be a cool thing, you know, having this kind of era, this kind of time where you are playing day by day and don't know what's next with a group of seniors. Your top six golfers are all seniors. So as a coach, that has to be a, I guess, crutch for you, so to say. Well, it, it's nice because... You know, I got six seniors that have anywhere from two to four years of varsity experience. So when the pig hits the dirt and it's time to go, I don't really have to do a lot of calming nerves. They've had that experience. You know, they've gotten their feet wet a little bit. So a lot of it is just maintaining that mental game, you know, keeping their mind right on, on what the plan is to, to find success. 
been real nice, especially for me as a first-year coach, to just kind of sit and observe a little bit um, and not have to worry about every aspect that a coach would have to worry about. Because, you know, I follow, I'm following Will Gross, who coached here for nine seasons, and, you know, he really set up a, a, a very strong program and foundation for me to go into where the expectations were already set and you know so it's been a smooth transition but it's been nice having these seniors because it, it really allows me to see where my time needs to go but even though this is your first year as the head coach of princeton golf you've been around princeton for a while correct yeah i've been teaching at the high school year this is my my 11th school year but I've been with the golf program for the past four years as a volunteer assistant one year, and then as the, the head assistant the previous two. So, you know, when this group of seniors came into high school as freshmen, that was my first year on the coaching staff. So it, it's kind of bittersweet. You know, we came in together, and we're going to kind of make this transition together. So even though, you know, your first time as head coach, taking the realms, the the reins of the program, you still had relationships with these kids and had formed relationships with your athletes so they knew who you were and it probably made it a little easier, right? You know, that's one of, the, I think, one of the big perks of being a teacher before a coach is, you know, you build those relationships in the classroom where, you know, it's a little different than the relationships you build with your, with your coach. I almost like more of you're seeing the raw side of a kid in the classroom, whereas in competition, you know, you're seeing the edgy side of him because he has expectations on himself and what he's demanding of himself. So when they get worked up, you know, those classroom relationships just really help calm the kid down and, you know, give a good support system to him so he knows, you know, look, you're good, you know, just regroup, let's focus on what we can control and and get back on the horse you know so it's definitely been a perk being a teacher before becoming the coach and having those relationships with the kids definitely are you f originally from princeton no man originally i'm from southern illinois i'm from a small town called chester illinois it's about an hour hour 15 south of st louis right along the mississippi uh, little river town, you know, so I grew up my whole life being called a river rat, you know, it's just what, what you do, um, but very small little community down south. I have heard of it. I actually went to college at SIU in Carbondale, and I went all through that area with radio oh, yeah. and journalism jobs, so I have been through there. Hell yeah, go Salukis. Oh, always, always. I think my blood definitely changed from red or dark red to maroon really quick. <laughs> it's easy to do when you hit, hit Southern Illinois, you know. They're, we're loyal to our home bread, so I've been in Princeton now 11 years, and I still got the 618 area code on the cell phone, you know. You just got to stay true to your roots. <laughs> I'm actually from the 815. I went to high school in Mendota, but okay, but I still half of me is still down south. It's still there. I got you. Did you go to SIU too then? No, I actually, uh, after high school, I went to, uh, to being the music teacher at the school, I went to a private music school in Chicago. Perfect, perfect. So you were northern too. So yeah, we, we just flip-flopped. I started up yeah, here, we, went down, and then came back. You started south, went north, and then we're in the same area. Well, you know, you can't have too many Brandons in one spot or we take over. That's true, that's true. You got a good point there. Uh, one more question I wanted to ask you about high school golf. I just seen a post today on Twitter about 
the playoffs for high school golf and cross country going further than just a regional. It was set up just to be a regional, and that was that. But now it seems like they are going to have a sectional. What does that mean to you as a coach? Well, you know, first and foremost, it means that the kids get the opportunity to earn their keep. It's real unfortunate because of COVID. You know, everything's getting taken from these kids. None of it's within their control. So they're making the best of what they can. But to know, you know, fellas, yeah, our regional is set this date. But if you want it, go get it because you can still be playing. And, you know, it's it's really going to come down to see the grit that these boys have and what they want for each other and for themselves. So it's going to be exciting to see how they go from here. That's true. I mean, they got a lot of playing and a lot of uh, mental mind games ahead for them. That's for sure. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, also, you know, with golf, yes, golf is a team game, but it's a team game based off the individual. So the thing about golf is that it's fair for everybody. You know, you're not playing against anyone. You're playing against a course. So you really got to want it more than the other person. And we're, we're going to see, see if my boys can do what I think they're capable of doing. Good stuff. I'm definitely going to be rooting for you guys. No doubt about that. You know, I appreciate it, man. These boys, they, they work real hard, and, and it it's, makes me very proud to represent them. All right, now i got to ask you the uh, weird questions. You ready for these hot potatoes? Yeah. Throw them at me, my man. All right. Well, first, since I asked them their favorite golfers, who is your favorite PGA golfer? You know, I'm a Tiger kid. You know, that's who I grew up. That's what excited me about playing the game. But, you know, the more I, I watch, the longer I've been around the game, I can't say there's one guy that I like because I like a lot of things a lot of them do because everybody has their own twist. So, you know, when it comes to, you know, hidden, hidden drivers, you know, it's hard not to like what Rory McIlroy does. When it comes to hitting irons, you know, Tiger's the best iron player, I think, to ever play the game. When it comes to short game, you know, how do you not think of Phil Mickelson? You know, when it's coming to putting, you know, yeah, Tiger's one of the best putters ever, but, you know, Ricky Fowler's a phenomenal putter. You know, there's just so many guys out there that do so many things really well. If you were to ask me who has the best golf swing, I'm going to tell you Adam Scott. You know, there's just so many out there. I like that. Well-rounded. There's a lot of golfers. You're like, let's just piece them all together and make one. Absolutely. You know, it's like, let's just take every element of each one and throw them out there. And God help whoever has to play against them because it's going to be a long day. <laughs> Definitely. All right, let's play some hot potato. We'll start. McDonald's Burger King. Uh, McDonald's. DC or Marvel? You know, I got to go with where my brother-in-law's heart would be. I got to say Marvel. <laughs> Is your brother-in-law a Marvel guy? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, if he could, he'd, he'd try to be Iron Man in real life, you know? We also try to do that. You know, you know, I, I always tease him all the time. I tell him, you're not Iron Man, but you'd make a great Captain America. <laughs> Cheez-Its or Ritz crackers? I'm a Cheez-Its guy. Same. And last one, lemonade or tea? Oh, man, I'm from Southern Illinois. You got to go tea. The sun tea, the sweet tea, the oh, half, half yeah. all of them. You know, it, it doesn't matter. Just throw some tea in there, you know, just, <laughs> I can't do the lemonade stuff, not, not being down there. Well, perfect. Thank you, Coach Crawford, Brandon Crawford, for joining Edge of Your Seat Podcast, talking some golf, playing some hot potato, 
And like I said, we'll be rooting you on as the season continues and playoffs right around the corner. Hey, man, I appreciate your support. Go Tigers. 